Yo, how's it going, everybody? This is Noah Eldridge from the Eldridge Podcast, and we are back for episode 30. Here we go. Let's get into it. So I saw this, I guess you would call it a meme, sort of. It was on Sports Center, but not like the real Sports Center. It's a Snapchat account, and instead of like spelling sports normally, it's sports, S-P-O-R-T-Z, and then Center, capital C, E-N-T-E-R. So yeah, I love this account. They always give good information, but this was kind of a funny meme. So it says the former Patriots player free agency cycle. So guy plays pretty well, or guy plays well for Patriots. Guy becomes a free agent. Guy signs a massive contract from other team. Guy plays bad for new team. Guy gets cut. Guy signs a cheap deal with the Patriots. And then the cycle continues. Facts. Like this is literal facts. Kyle Van Noy, Jamie Collins. You can name a ton of people that like this has happened to and they always end up coming back i mean danny amendola he's on a deal with the lions right now i wouldn't be shocked if he gets released and signs back with the patriots i mean chris hogan probably could have done it but instead he literally retired and is gonna go play professional rugby like it's it's ridiculous but anyway staying with the nfl staying with the patriots this is another meme from sports center again Breaking news, the Patriots just signed Jonu Smith. This move Cam this moves Cam Newton from five to six projected touchdowns this season. <laughs> so they're just hating on Cam. I think Cam's gonna have a pretty good year, honestly. I mean, <clears throat> as long as he stays healthy, as long as I mean, he doesn't really need to re- return to full full Cam, like full Superman Cam. He just needs to be decent. He's got weapons around him now. So we're gonna finally see if Cam is good and if cam is back to normal but uh really quick i just want to get a this was from sports planet another snapchat account this was basically talking about drew Brees' career so it started off with oh it was just talking about all of his accomplishments so he's super bowl champion and super bowl mvp first in first all time in career passing yards and second in all time career passing touchdowns so, obviously, he's retired, and Brady will probably beat that. We'll see what happens with other quarterbacks like Mahomes, Josh Allen. They have to play for a lot, lot longer. But two-time Offensive Player of the Year, 13-time Pro Bowler, and he won Comeback Player of the Year, and Walter Payton, NFL Man of the Year. I mean, this guy's got pretty much every award, and that's why I love Drew Brees, man. He's a great guy, great player, probably the most... I guess my favorite player that I've ever seen because um, I didn't get to see Dan Marino, John Elway, Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens. I mean, Randy Moss. I didn't get to see these guys. So Drew Brees, favorite player. But so this going to March Madness here. This is some of the best names in March Madness this year. We have the UC Santa Barbara Guachos, I think is how you pronounce that. UCSB. We have GCU, Grand Canyon University. They are the Antelopes. Drexel University, who are the Dragons. Cleveland State, who are the Vikings. St. Bonaventure, who are the Bonnies. And Loyola Chicago, who are the Ramblers. So that's that's just their mascot, I guess. If I had to pick the best one, I'd probably have to go Guachos. Dude, I don't even know what that is, but Guachos. Guachos are definitely number one. Probably Guachos, Bonnies, and Ramblers are top three. I mean, Dragons and Vikings aren't very, like, I guess, unique. But, I mean, Antelopes are unique, but just not that cool of a name. But that's that's just me. 
But, all right, so I don't know if you guys know about this league. It's the FCF League, but they had, I guess, their Super Bowl tonight, their championship. So, basically, if you guys don't know what it is, it's a FCF is a fan-controlled league. It's a football league. I don't know a ton about it. Basically, they get to, like, draft players, and you can own a part of the team. And I don't know a ton about it, and I'm not in the business of it, but... It seems really cool, and like I think this needs to get on TV. I don't think it's on TV, but we talk about him a lot on the podcast. Jack Settleman is his name, but he's from Real Sports and or Snapback Sports, and his team, the Wild Aces, I believe, won the championship tonight. So congrats to them, and congrats to Jack. But yeah, I just I don't know if you guys know anything about that, but yeah, hit up my Twitter, Snapchat. Instagram, let me know because I don't really know a ton about it. I know it's a fan controlled league. I don't know. I know they get to pick the plays. That's another thing I know. They get to pick the plays that they run, which is like, I don't know how that works, but it sounds really fun. I definitely want to look more into it because it just seems really interesting. All right. Moving on to there's a show on FS1. We've talked about it a lot. First things first on FS1. Um, Nick Wright, who's on there is a huge, huge, huge LeBron fan. I mean, he's a total LeBron bandwagoner, but (laughs) so today he said, and I quote, LeBron already owns an NBA team, the Boston Celtics. So the reason they were talking about this was because LeBron just bought part ownership with or in the Boston Red Sox, which really surprised me because I mean, if you're going to buy part ownership of a baseball team, I thought he would do the Los Angeles Angels, the Los Angeles Dodgers, or the Cleveland Indians because he's from there. But instead, he goes with the Red Sox. I mean, I'm not going to question it because I can say a lot of things about LeBron and trash on him, but one of the things I can't disrespect about him, he is a great businessman. And maybe it's not him, it's the people around him, but he gets very good advice and always makes the right choice with business deals, it seems like. So, but the joke here from Nick Wright, LeBron already owns an NBA team, the Boston Celtics, because he's just dominated the Celtics, whether it was Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Rondo, or if it was game seven and he went crazy with the Cavs against the Celtics, but they didn't have Kyrie, and I don't know. He was beating up Terry Rozier, who, no disrespect to Rozier, but, I mean, come on. So, I don't know, but (laughs) Nick Wright, just classic Nick Wright, always, always, you know, just on the bandwagon for LeBron, but, all right, so, speaking of LeBron, ladies and gentlemen, I got some bad news, so, LeBron went down today, we played the Atlanta Hawks, we lost, and LeBron went down, it did not look good, I saw the video, his ankle tweaks the wrong way, and it's just... Oh, it did not look good. It did not look good. So we're going to be talking a lot about that today. But basically, it says league officials fear LeBron James could be sidelined for the rest of the season with a high ankle sprain. This is not good, ladies and gentlemen. Davis is already out for like three more weeks or two more weeks. Dudley's out. (laughs) Caruso's been hurt. Now LeBron's out? Oh, man. This This is not good. We're the second seed in the West, but we don't have like some huge lead. Oh, this is not good. We need Kuzma to ball out. We need Montrez Harrell to ball out. I mean, Marcus Saul's out too. Damian Jones is our starting center. We need to get some free agents. We need to get some buyout candidates. We got to make some trades. We got to make some stuff happen. I mean, 
I would like to keep Kuzma and Harrell. I mean, and Schroeder. So those three need to ball out. But I mean, Caruso can go because, I mean, he... Basically, the reports are that he's a free agent after this year, and he's looking to get about $10 million a year, which we just can't pay him. So God bless him. He's going to go get that money somewhere, but it's not going to be in LA. So let's trade him and get something for him instead of losing him for nothing. So I'm cool trading Caruso. I'm cool trading Wesley Matthews because he's old and just terrible. I'm cool trading Marcus Gasol or buying him out because he's been old and terrible. Um... Damian Jones, I think that dude's still on a 10-day contract. He's done okay. I mean, I'm cool keeping him, but, I mean, I don't want him being our replacement center. Like, I, I just, I don't want that. Um, I want to keep KCP. So, KCP, Schroeder, Kuzma. Uh, did I say Harold? I want to keep all of those guys. I mean, but... Caruso can go. I mean, I like Caruso, but I don't want to lose him for nothing. So Caruso can go. Wesley Matthews can go. Alfonso McKinney can go. Marcus Saul can go. I like Costas Antetokounmpo, but if someone's going to give us something that can help us win now, he can go. Um, and the other two-way player we have, I forgot his name. I think it's Kakak, I think. We, uh, we can dish him as well if we need to. I mean, just... We got to fix this. We got to get some buyout guys, whether it's Rondo, Whiteside, Drummond, JaVel McGee. I mean, we got to get someone. So this is not good news. This is not good news for the Lakers. Uh, we're going to need Kuzma, Harrell, and Schroeder to be our big three and Pope. We just need those guys to step up. But yeah, and I mean, we need Gasol back. As much as I don't like him, we need him back. But Anyways, back to the task at hand here. LeBron James is receiving an MRI on his right ankle, sources tell ESPN. LeBron's ankle injury looks like a clear aversion sprain, ankle twists outwards, which puts stress on the medial inner ligaments called the deltoid ligament. Doesn't look that bad on film, but we'll wait to hear more. That was what Dr. Rajpal Brad, Brad? I don't know if I pronounced that right, but... That's what he tweeted. Um, but this account, LeBron.King.James, it's a LeBron fan account. He put, a few years ago, I had the same outwards ankle injury happen to me on my left ankle. The stress caused a tiny fracture, in parentheses, break, and was my worst injury to date. It still feels less than 100% sometimes. Ah, this is not good. I mean, I know this is some fan account, but... And I don't think he should really be comparing that. But, I mean, we're hoping for some positive news for LeBron, man. I don't know what's going on. Uh, the same doctor, Dr. Rajpal Brar, uh, he put one more thing on Braun. Assuming he'll undergo x-rays to assess for any possible fracture, the ligament complex on the inside of the ankle is very strong and can chip off a bone. And if needed, MRI. Lakers med staff likely already has a good indication of severity based on exam. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I hope he's okay. I really do. This just did not look good at all. At all. But, yeah, it's it's a high ankle sprain, and he is out indefinitely, a source tells Adrian Wojnarowski. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they got an x-ray, and I think the MRI results are still being waited on or whatever let me see if i can find 
anything else. There's just not a lot of information. Um, yeah, x-rays were negative on LeBron James's right ankle. MRI results still pending. That was also from Woj. So, I don't know, guys, but he's out indefinitely with a high ankle sprain. Some people are saying he could be out for the rest of the season. I'm like, what? I don't know, guys. I don't know what to think right now. I hope he's okay. Davis, we need you back, bro. We need we need one of you guys back quick because, I mean, Schroeder, Pope, Harrell, and Kuzma can win a few games, but, I mean, with old Gasol and Damian Jones, who's just not a starting center, I, I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, Harrell and Kuzma really got to get some boards and focus up, and Wesley Matthews has got to shoot better. Pope's got to start shooting really good. Schroeder's got to be our scorer right now. Um, Kuzma, I mean, he's a high volume shooter. We just need him to shoot good. We just need, we just got to survive until they get back. But this does not sound good at all. This is not what we want to hear. But we got to move on to a different topic here. So I'm going to move on. LeBron, I'm praying for you, man. Hope you get better. All right, moving on to the next topic here. Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay, man. I'm I'm disappointed in you, Kenny Galladay. All right, so I well before I say what he did, basically I had Kenny Galladay, I think two years ago in fantasy, and he killed it for me. Like he was a beast, and I was like, let's go! Like I'm gonna draft him next year. I drafted him. This dude was hurt all year. Like, I mean. All year. I think he played like two games for me. I don't know how many total games he played. But I mean, and he I mean he did good when he played, but I don't know, man. So, anyways, he signed with the New York football giants. And as you guys know, I am a Cowboys fan. This is not good news at all. We do not want to hear this. We don't want to see this. But according to NFL insider Justina Anderson, Galladay's contract with the New York Giants is done. New York and the 27-year-old wideout have agreed to a four-year, $72 million deal with a maximum value of $76 million. The amount of his guarantee is $40 million. So, I mean, no matter what happens, it's a four-year, $40 million deal. But it is $72 million and it could get up to $76, but the guaranteed value is $40 million. So that is a lot of money. He's 27, so he could get old during this contract, and he gets hurt, but I'm still worried, man, because just with the Cowboys' luck, this dude's going to stay healthy, and this dude's going to be an absolute beast, and we just don't want to see that. I think Yes, I think the Giants overpaid. Yes, they gave him a four-year deal, which means he'll be 31. He could get old during this contract, and yes, he's injury-prone, so I know I shouldn't be freaking out too much, but now the Giants finally have a number one receiver, and they're going to give Dan, uh, Daniel Jones one more year, and if he's not good... They're going to let go of him and go find someone else, and they could trade for a Watson or a Wilson, and I don't know. We're going to see, but a quote from Kenny Galladay is, I'm going to go out there and do all I can to help this offense go. Whenever they need me, I'm going to be there. I mean, those are the right things to say. I'm not going to judge him for that, so those are the right things to say, but, ah, man, this is just, I didn't want the Giants to get a receiver, and they got one, so... Not good. Not good to see. But all right, we're going to move on to the next topic here. Switching to the NBA here. So it says, this is from Trending NBA uh, Instagram account. The Heat will make an offer for 
Andre Drummond, once bought out by the Cavaliers. Miami will proceed to move Bam Adebayo to the four, providing more defensive presence and overall rebounding to the team. And then someone, uh, an Instagram account called Mock Trades, put Drummond is the best center in the league, but undervalued. I don't get it. Um, okay, so let, let's talk about the first thing first. The Heat aren't getting Drummond. I'm sorry, bro. It's the Nets of the Lakers. I mean, I don't even know why we're posting about this. I don't even know why we're talking about this. I mean, yeah, Drummond and Bam at the four and the five would be pretty nasty, but he ain't going to the Heat, bro. Come on, it's Lakers or Nets. Dude's from New York, or he can go play with LeBron. That's what he's going to do. So, I mean, Drummond Davis... Ooh, that would be nice, but I don't, I don't know where this man's going. I think he's going to the Nets. I'm hoping, I'm hoping he goes to the Lakers. Just go anywhere but the Nets, man. Even if it's not the Lakers, go to the Heat. Go to wherever you want. Actually, not the Clippers. I think I'd rather the Clippers than the Nets, honestly. But, hey, man, Drummond, you do you, man. Please come to L.A. I would love you forever, man. I, I love Drummond, man. He's a great player. So, I mean... But he's a great player, but mock trades on Instagram, yeah, he is not the best center in the league, bro. I mean, he's great, but best center in the league, nah. I mean, let's see, let me do my rankings really quick. Because I want to, I mean, Embiid and Jokic come to mind, and they are both automatically better. And then I think from then on, it just depends who... I mean, who you consider a center. Jokic and Embiid are for sure better. Gobert, ooh. You know, I think I take Drummond over Gobert. I don't really like Gobert that much, so I'm going to take Drummond over Gobert. Vucevic, I take Vucevic over Drummond, I think, right now. I mean, for the future, you probably take Drummond. Towns, ooh. If Towns is healthy, I'm taking Towns. If it's just you don't know, you got to go with it, I'd probably go with Drummond because I don't think Towns can stay healthy. Uh, Miles Turner, I'd take Drummond over him. Steven Adams, I'd take Drummond over him. Um, Bam at a bio, that is tough. Cause Bam's small, but Bam's younger. Probably a better defender, better shooter. <sighs> but he's just not that big. Man. Ooh, that's close. I think I got to go Drummond. It's close, though. It's close. Aiton, I'm going to go Drummond. Porzingis, ooh. Just depends what you want or what do you need. I mean, Porzingis is a better scorer. Porzingis is taller. Porzingis can stretch the floor. Drummond's just going to bang inside, give you 20 and 10 every night. So, I mean, with Porzingis, that's kind of tough. And, I mean, Drummond's a way better defender than Porzingis. Um, Capella, I'd probably take Drummond. Cousins, I mean, I don't even know what that dude's doing anymore. Um, Jonas Valanciunas, I like Jonas Valanciunas. Underrated for sure, but I go with Drummond. LaMarcus Aldridge, he's just too old. I'm going to go with Drummond. So, I mean, I don't really know where I placed him there, but he's top five. He's a top five center in the league. But the best? Nah. I mean, Embiid and Jokic are better than him. No argument. I feel like most people would put Gobert over him. I wouldn't. Vucevic, I'd put over him. Towns if he's healthy. So yeah, I mean, if Towns isn't healthy and it just depends. For one season, I'm taking Vucevic over Drummond. But 
for like the future, I'm taking Drummond. So if I'm building a franchise and I need the future, I'd probably go Embiid one, Jokic two, even though I really like Jokic more, just Embiid's, you know what? I don't care. Jokic one, Embiid two, Drummond three, man, Drummond three, and then Vucevic and Towns at four and five, man. Oh, you have Bam though. Bam's undersized, but he's a lot younger. And then you got Porzingis, man. It gets tough. It gets tough. We're going to have to do a center's list. We'll come back to this, man. We'll come back to this. But, all right, moving on to the next topic here. So, okay. I got a fun fact for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. So, an announcer tonight for the... Was this the... Who played tonight? So this was the Grizzlies game, but I can't tell who they're playing. I saw the yellow jerseys, and I was thinking Pacers or Heat because I know the Heat have those yellow jerseys. But then I can't tell who's guarding Jaw there. So you know what? We're just going to look up Grizzlies game. It was the Warriors. All right. Well, <laughs> the Grizzlies won 111-103. Uh, the announcer said, do you guys know Jaw's full name? And he said it, and it's true. His full name is Demetrius Jamel jaw morant so wow but that's his full name his name is not jaw morant it is demetrius jamel morant and then the jaw is just a nickname i'm i'm thinking short for jamel so it's like it's almost like taking your middle name instead of your first name and then he just shortened his middle name so a little confusing there but jaw morant i like jaw morant so shout out to jaw morant man he's balling this season I don't know how the Grizzlies are doing. You know, let's check on the Grizzlies. I mean, they got a dub tonight. I don't think they're in the playoffs right now. But, I mean, let's look at the uh, standings here. I bet they're like 10th, 11th. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Let's see. All right. They are, oh, that is the Eastern Conference. Let's go to the West. They are the 10th seed. There you go. And they beat the Warriors tonight, so that helps. But yeah, they are the tenth seed. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, that is his full name. If anyone was curious, that is his full name. But moving on to the next topic here, boys. The Cowboys. Breaking news: The Cowboys finally did something, boys. I'm so hyped right now. The Cowboys signed free safety Keanu Neal. Actually, I don't know if he's gonna play free safety or strong safety. I'm pretty sure free safety. But former Falcons player, played for the Atlanta Falcons, um, he did work with Dan Quinn, who used to be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons and is now the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. So I like it. I mean, he's worked with him before. We need a safety desperately, and I didn't really want to address it in the draft. I mean, I'm cool addressing it in the draft, but we seem to never do that. So, I mean... I knew we weren't going to, but here's something that fair shake football put on Twitter. They put Keanu Neal is a perfect example of a low risk, high upside free agent acquisition this off season. I'd push hard for a two year deal because he still has a chance to become one of the better safeties in football. You wanted Jamal Adams, but didn't get him. Take your shot with Neal. Uh, low risk, high upside. The reason I want the two-year deal is because if he knocks it out of the park, I don't want my hand forced into having to instantly make him a top paid safety. True. True. Uh, the extra year would basically be a team option. So if he stinks after one, you can just release him with no dead money. Thoughts on Keanu Neal. Okay. So 
that's that's what this person put. I mean, so shout out to Fair Shake Football, but I understand wanting to do a two year deal, and I probably would have wanted one too. But he is very injury prone, so I understand the concern. And you don't know; he may have just wanted to do a one year deal because that probably benefits him more, and he probably wanted to get his big money next year. So I mean. Dude, if he stays healthy all season and plays great, I'm cool paying him. I'm cool with it. See, but here's the problem, boys. Because this is the problem that the Dallas Cowboys are going to run into and no one's going to know or really care. This guy just said pay him as one of the top safeties in football, which I'm cool doing if he plays that way and stays healthy. But oh, wait, we're paying Dak number two money. We're paying Zeke number one money. We're paying Cooper, I think, top five money, top three money. We're paying Jalen Smith top three money. How are we going to pay for this? We're not going to. That's the answer to the question. We're not going to be able to do it. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm very excited about it, though. i got to keep positive here. I'm very excited about Keanu Neal. Um I hope it works out, man. I would have been cool with a two-year deal, but, I mean, he probably didn't want to do that. He probably wanted a one-year deal, and knowing the Cowboys, we are the worst negotiators ever. Hashtag Jerry Jones. <laughs> That's a shot at you, bro. Worst negotiator ever. Just shows in the DAC deal. Um, Yeah, it, I mean, just not good at all. <laughs> so, yeah, Keanu Neal took advantage. But, hey, we got him on a one-year deal. I shouldn't be complaining. I'm happy about it. I'm happy that he's here. Keanu Neal. Welcome to Dallas. Anyways, moving on to the next topic here. Switching gears to the NBA. Steph Curry walked into today's game with a walking cane. Yeah, pretty pretty interesting. Safety first, I guess. Uh, yeah, he arrived in the arena with a walking cane. He didn't look hurt. He played tonight, I'm pretty sure. So I think he tried to make it a style thing, and there's actually something up with him, and he was just doing that before the game. Because that's a weird style thing that he would do. So, I don't know. I don't know. A little sketchy there from Curry. But, you know what? Let's see how he played tonight. Because they did lose to the Grizzlies. I want to know, did he play? I mean, I want to know what happened. All right. So, final score was 111 to 103. Let's just read off the box score. Why not? So, John Morant did not play great tonight. 14-3-8. Jonas Valanciunas with 19-15-1. Mm, Dylan Brooks, 19-4-3. Kyle Anderson, 13-8-4. Wow, super spread out scoring. Grayson Allen, 6-8-2. Eight rebounds for Grayson Allen. Justice Winslow, 4-8. Wow. I don't even know who this guy is. He doesn't have a picture. Desmond Bain. He was the 30th pick in the 2020 draft from TCU. He's 6'6", 215, 22 years of age. But he doesn't have a picture. He had 15 points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals. Grayson Allen had three steals. Wow. All right, moving on to the Warriors here. Wiggins with 20 and 9, also two assists and two steals. Draymond Green, seven points, eight rebounds, three assists. Jordan Poole, okay. Jordan Poole, 26 points, four rebounds, five assists, a steal. Oubre, 12, 6, and 2. I do not see a Stephen Curry. Nico Mannion, shout out to Nico Mannion, man. Uh, nine points, two rebounds. So, Curry is not here. Oh, I forgot. He hurt his tailbone. I completely forgot about this. So, yes, he is out. So, yeah, walking came was definitely not 
for fashion or style, he's definitely using that because his doctor or his trainer told him to. So don't try to make that about style, bro. I mean, that's probably what he's going to make it. But yeah, so the Warriors took the L tonight, lost by eight. But that's good to see from Jordan Poole, man. He hasn't been playing very well recently and he's balled out. So good for him. Maybe they'll keep him. All right, this is probably the last question of the day. Who has more potential, John Morant or Donovan Mitchell? To me, this is a pretty easy answer, believe it or not. I'm going to go with John Morant. I mean, I just think he has more room to improve. I think he could be a decent defender if he tries. Um, He's super quick. I mean, if he can stay healthy. um, He's like a sneaky good shooter. He doesn't shoot a lot of threes, but... Like, he's a good three-point shooter. I think it's just not his game. He doesn't really like to shoot threes. But it's not like Derrick Rose, John Wall, or Westbrook that he just isn't very good at th- shooting three-pointers like and making them. It's that he makes them. He just – it's not his cup of tea. He doesn't like shooting threes. So I kind of respect that about him. But, yeah, I mean, Mitchell's playing great, and he's still got some potential. But, I mean – and he's playing great. He's, he's playing better than John Moran. So when we talk strictly potential – I think Jaw has more potential to be a better player in the future because I just like Mitchell can score, but in my opinion, he really can't do anything else. I mean, he's not a great passer. He's not a great defender. He doesn't seem like the greatest teammate. So I like his attitude. You know, he's got a good attitude and works hard, but I just, I don't know. I think Jaw's got more room for improvement and more potential to be the better player. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. But, I mean, Mitchell still has potential. Don't get me wrong. And Mitchell is the better player right now, and he's playing better. So, no disrespect to Donovan Mitchell. But I think potential-wise, I'd probably go with John Morant. But that is going to do it for this episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Seriously, I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks for all the support recently. And I will see you guys next time. Peace out.